All right, welcome to uh, week two, episode two, I guess, since you guys might not be listening to this week by week, of the Chemical Balance Podcast. I'm your host again for two for the second straight episode, Paul Katumas, otherwise known as Boomer. Uh, we have a uh, couple usual guests, uh, my cousin Mike Tui. Say hello. Boomer, what's up, cousin? <laughs> uh, Danny Haverty, back again for the second week in a row. Yo, yo. The teammates are our top five chat of this week for and uh well tell the people what we're doing so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of do a little bit of both we're going to do top five teammates that we've ever had and played with and then at the end we're gonna we're gonna name one person that we haven't played with that we would really like to play with um and kind of go from there uh Tui, would you like to to start this one uh yeah sure i can start so I'm going to go – I have an order this week so that you guys don't give me crap about just naming – or Gary doesn't give me crap about naming 6 through 10 according to him. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to start off with an honorable mention, uh, and that's going to be Cooper Ruckel because Coop, I only got to play Coop. one tournament with him, and he was late to the tournament because of flight <laughs> issues. But let me tell you, when that kid showed up to the field, even though he was running on like a half hour of sleep – the most electric factory electric energy I have ever felt on the field. Just standing on the sideline screaming at us while we're at the plate. That was incredible. I loved it, and I would love to have that again someday. Uh, Habs, I know you probably feel the same way about Coop. Yeah, for sure. Coop, you're my guy for real. He knows that. We love you, Coop. Okay, and... uh Number five, I want to give some love to New York region because I've gotten to spend a decent amount of time with those guys down there with Gaul and stuff like that. Being in Connecticut, it's nice to travel back and forth between Mass and New York. Uh, Mike Quezada is my number five pick. Ooh, good kid. Are you guys both familiar with Mike? I am not. I know how do, I know, do I know? How I do like I know him? Um. Yard League, he was on, um, I think they were called Storm. Were they called Storm? Yeah, they were on the Storm. Boomer, actually, before you joined me and Scott, we played the Storm in New York opening day, and I think Mike is an EMT, and his teammate yeah. dove over the wall and, like, broke his arm, and Mike, like, came to the rescue and helped the kid, you know, get off. Nope. Yeah, he was Sammy. Like, and Mike's a good you know, dude. Made sure he was good. He's always been a super nice guy. Uh, I've gotten to play with him in Gaul and in a Gaul winter tournament. And we actually won that winter tournament. And he had, like, as our captain, we donated the money to um, Mike Valenti, who was having a kid, like, shortly after that, so that he could have money to help pay for the baby and things like that. He's a great guy. Loved having him on my team. Awesome. Gary's going to love this, too. He wanted positivity, and, man, he's getting all, all kinds of it now. So keep, continue. Plus, Damn, I, I was just about to say because Venti was broke. I'm so happy I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, all right, number four, uh, Mr. Scott Thomas. I think Scott is probably one of these people that if he's not on your team, you probably hate him. But if he's on your team, you love him. I don't know. I don't know, Tui. This is this is kind of a hot take. I love my guy Scott, but can he be on the top five teammates after what he did to Stant? Yes, absolutely. What did he do? Well, I, wasn't there. I don't know if I'm up to date on this. 
Uh, yeah, uh, Boomer. Boomer, 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 this is you. Take it away. So this was a New York Yard uh, Championship. Um, Recently? Yeah, this was uh, 2021. The one in the uh, the one in the, the rain. The one in the hurricane. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we yeah, played so them. Yeah. In- so I, I mean, I don't know exactly what happened. They 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 played each other in the rain. Stant was definitely running his mouth. Um, I mean, to, to an ex- to an extent, I was there, extent. boom. Okay. I was oh, there. Oh, you were there. Oh, you were there. Okay, good, good. Then you can. I mean, <laughs> essentially, I, I think you could call it the shove the shove heard around the world. I don't know. Uh, he he put Stan on his ass, and other oh. people jumped in from there. But uh, right. he put him right in his ass. Right. Um, so that's what that's what I mean. Habs, you can add in a little more insight to it as well. Listen, we, I'm not trying to shit on either of them because both of those dudes are my guys, and I really like both of them. <laughs> so I, I'm being serious, dude. I'm not even joking. I like both those dudes. I'm cool with both of them. But uh, Scott Thomas I actually do, jumped in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I do think it was foul what Scott Thomas did. I don't think there was any need to push him like that, especially when Stan had like his hands behind his back, like he was not expected to be pushed like that over wiffle ball. So, yeah, I, um, I did not know that that happened. I so like obviously I can't not not to it. not to crap there. on your top five teammates. No. I love you, Scott I mean, Thomas. No, but uh, talk about Scott guys. Thomas. Actually, I think should come on here as a guest sometime. and defend himself at least a little yep. bit. Yeah, yeah, because cool. I was actually texting with him this morning, and he he actually yeah. uh, he came up with a topic for us to do some week about uh, top five people you'd want to get into uh, if you got into a bar fight with you want <laughs> uh, by your side. Well, uh, so, so maybe we do that some week when we have him on, and we kind of defend what happened down there in New York, and then he can uh, he can give us his top five list of that. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's kind of perfect. I mean, the reason, big reason that Scott is on this list is because he's always there for his teammates, and that's why I always think of him. Because no matter, I've always been kind of a quiet guy, like don't want to argue on the field. Really, has until maybe high rollers when I felt like I had to have that role more. Yeah, but. Scott was always that guy that was – he was ready to fight on the field if that was necessary to back up his yeah. team. And I, I honestly respect that as a player. Yeah, he, he's a rider die when he plays with you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Keep All going, right. too. My fault. Number yep. three, I got Noter. Noter is the ultimate teammate. Ultimate teammate. He, like, in 2021, United Wiffle, we had played together for the year, you, me, and Noter. And, like, Noter knew he was our round-robin guy. He was going to go deep into Saturday. We needed that from him. And we were in a tough spot where I think we went one and one, and we weren't really hitting the ball well. We needed to win that next game. And he was like, yeah, you guys, you bat three. I'm going to pitch. I'll sit. And we're just going to roll as a team. And he did that. He got us into Sunday. And he was there for us on the sideline, wherever we needed him to be. He's a hell of a pitcher, and he takes care of us with food, driving us everywhere in the truck, even though he's legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say enough about Noter. Noter's the guy. I think he's going to be one of the uh, special guests next week. Um, yes. Before yeah. we get to your list, too, I mean, just for people that are listening, I was supposed to do this before we started this, but I'll forget again if I don't say it. Next week's show, Gary Lavoie is going to be on here. Uh, Noter will be on here. Gary's bringing on a couple other guests that I, I don't even think I'm supposed to say, or if I do, I'm going to get in trouble for saying it. But the big announcement, the big thing that he's going to, you know, that's going to shock the world, that is coming next week's episode, episode three. Um, so tune into that next week. Tui, back to your list. 
Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be this episode, but we just loved the last one so much that we had to do another one in between. So yep. instead of instead of two weeks, you know, one week at a time is not so bad, right? Right. Right. Everything's still on schedule. All right. Number two, I got DNAP again on my top five list. Have you played nope. with DNAP ever, Tui, before? Uh, 7-4 crew, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or is it his top five teammates, boom? <laughs> That's right. No, no, Jeez, I mean, I'm, guy. But that doesn't necessarily mean you have... Eh, I guess it does. So, I actually... <laughs> Habs, I have a funny story here for you. All right. Um, you, you and Jimmy and Poochie... Oh, uh, God. Oh, God. What was your team name? Um, Yard. Game over. Game over. Yeah, uh, it was always funny because you guys are all great players, good hitters, but you would always yell at each other to get me up. Like, not do the thing yourself, but get the next guy up. And so playing with Seven Forker, we were in, I don't remember if it was the Final Four against you guys or if it was in the championship game. And I've obviously never been that far up to that point in a tournament. So, like, I was flustered. Everyone's going to be nervous in that situation. And before one of my, like, bigger at-bats, DNAP walks up to me. He comes in real close, and he says, Tui, get me up. (laughs) That's the most DNAP comment. That's so funny. It it broke the tension. Like, he knows that I play the best when I'm having fun, and that was, like, always his goal to keep me in the right mindset. And I really appreciated that. That was funny. That was funny. And my number one teammate of all time going along the same course is going to be Maddie Griffin. Because when I was like 13 years old, Maddie was nice enough after I was annoying, reaching out about how he scuffs his wiffle balls to start a conversation, get me started on RTN. And he's kind of been honestly a big brother figure for me, not only in wiffle ball, but in life advice on the game, how to become a better player, a better teammate, everything. Some people love him. Some people hate him. I love him, and I can't say enough about him. Okay. I might be sleeping on that one. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hear Matty Griff's name again when you get to me, so I'm not going to argue with you. Is this a Gary trash list, though? (laughs) Or no, it was Boomer's last week. Uh, Habs, you want to? Uh, Habs, you want to go? You know, what, Boom. I want. I want. I want you to go. You want me to go? Okay. I'm excited to hear Boom's list because he's played with yeah. a lot of people. Because that's what I mean. I want to hear Boomer's list. So this list, you're going to hear a lot of people you haven't heard. Um, I mean, I've done this for since I was 18, and I'm 41 now. So for 23 years, I think I've literally played with everyone. Um, but is your you is have. your list in order? Uh, so, so here's what I did. I did a team because I'm going to name four people on that were on the team that would be on the list, but I felt like that was kind of weak. So I'm going to name a team, my favorite team that I ever played on, and then I have a top. Then I have a top three. So I'll go quick. The team I won't okay. spend a ton of time with the team one. You don't um, have to go quick either, Boom. We're, we're yeah, you're 25 good. minutes. This is way oh, okay. Take your time. Okay. So the team, you guys were probably. Jesus Christ, you guys are probably like six and seven when this team started. But for two years, going back 2005, 2006, uh, there was a team called Golden Stick Blue, the Golden Stick Factory Blue team, oh. actually. 
I've been um, waiting to hear about this. Uh, I mean, I could probably do three podcasts on this team for two years, but um, that team consisted of myself, Pat Leahy, who should be on here right now to to speak of this. Maddie Griffin, as you said, Mark Spellman could do about Jesus. We could probably do a whole year of podcasts on him, <laughs> and then um, and then this kid Brandon Supakowski, otherwise known as Stoop in the wiffle ball world, one of the better hitters that uh, you guys probably don't know about. But back in the day, he was as good a hitter as as Gary or Stan or I think any top hitter that's out there today, that was, you know, 2005's version of it. As far as teammates go, I mean, this, this group, um, I mean, we drove to Texas together. We drove from Massachusetts to Texas together. We went, I mean, literally 36 hours in a van with these five guys. Um, yeah, that, that creates like, some, some memories. I mean, just, I mean, it, you know, it's funny. Lou, Lou Vec actually summed this up perfect. He said, before we even left, he goes, boom, he goes, this is going to be a top five, your top five best trip and your top five worst trip of all times in your life, all wrapped up into one. And to this day, they make both the lists. Boomer, um, isn't there like some sort of story about you guys only listening to like Fall Out Boy the entire time to Texas or something like that? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That, well, yeah, Fall Out Boy, there was, so there was a playlist that just kept getting replayed and, uh, Fall Out Boy had that song. I, I obviously I don't sing, but it's like something blue is in it. Uh, Matty Griff played it pretty much on repeat <laughs> for like 16 straight hours. Um, so, and we got stuck. There was like an accident in Cincinnati and it was just played. It was just, it played the whole time. Um, but yeah, so driving all the way down there and that, that team actually ended is a, a funny story. The, the reason that whole team even broke up was um, Matty Griffin lays someone through a chair at the other one at the hotel after one of the nights. And I mean, that's another story for another time. Those two will both have to be on to tell that. But Stevenson, Eric Stevenson pops out of the room and just, and I'm down, like just had gotten out of the cab, probably stumbling over myself. And Eric goes, ah, boom, boom. He goes, ah, your teammates are fighting. And I just hear it, bang, bang. And it was Matty and Pat were throwing chairs at each other outside of a Motel 6. Um, so yeah, that was the end. That was the end of Golden Stick Blue. But uh, I what think we were. Was that, that was 2005 and 2006. It was two years that we played there, and I think we were like 62 and like eight as a team over those two years playing. Like it was, uh, it was a pretty impressive run. Was that uh, Fast Plastic or is that Golden? Stick? That was Fast Plastic. Yeah, that was Fast Plastic back then. Uh, we drove down. Me and Maddie Griff and Pat Leahy drove. This was the last story I'll tell about this team, and then I'll move on to my list. But we literally. Went to some party at like John Hazel's college place. We were all like 18, 20, and 21, I think, at the time of this. Um, I might have been a little older. I might have been like 23. And we drove to New York, um, smoked everyone down there in New York, including the in the box team, which was Joe Nord and, and that super team down there, like 10 nothing. I don't even know how we did it. I don't think any of us slept. I think we had like mini raviolis for food during the day. And me, Pat, and Maddie Griff went down there and won that back in our, uh, well, my heyday. Those two guys are still going strong, you know, 17 years later. But um, but bottom line is teammates, as far as that, at that point in time, uh, just the way everyone kind of picked everyone up on that team throughout that year. I mean, besides for being a fun team to play on, you know, there were times where I was struggling or anybody was struggling and everyone just kind of always knew what to say to kind of pick each other up. And it was just, uh, you know. When I look back on football team in 20 years from now, I'm always going to remember that team and those group of guys, whether uh, me and Maddie are best friends in a certain day or we're arch enemies. Um, I'm always going to remember him and, and those guys from from that. Yeah, you can't That's my team story. Now, now I'm going to name three individuals that have not been named uh, yet just to, to keep it going. Uh, number three 
uh, Jimmy Pagano. We always hear Josh Pagano mentioned uh, in these lists for right, rightfully so. Um, but his brother, he has a brother named Jimmy Pagano for you guys that don't know that. Um, nicest kid. Um, one of the, probably one of the nicest, just best human beings that I've ever met in my life. Um, but just all around good kid. Like just doesn't talk to, it feels like he doesn't really talk much. You're never going to hear him scream, but just always would come up and like whisper just something, just something like, come on, you got this, whatever you might do at all times, just to kind of get you going. And it's like, you almost the type of guy that you want to just like run through a wall for, um, without him having to like fight you up. So that's going to be, that would be my, my number three teammate of all time. Uh, number yeah. two, I don't Boomer, think. Boomer, not to yep. cut you off, but I, uh, yeah, I met, I met Jimmy once and played with, uh, played against him once. And after the game, I was like really young and he like came up to me and said, like, he's just a really nice dude on top of like yep. not even wolf ball. Like he didn't even need to come up to me. I was like 14 years old and he came up to me and said, Hey, nice job throwing even though I lost. Like, you know what I mean? Just a nice guy. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, keep moving along. Number two, I don't know if any actually have, you might know this guy. Uh, he was the, f- uh, actually who got me into wiffle ball. His name's Mike Spencer. Uh, he actually created the first wiffle ball team I ever named on the dirt bags. Uh, the reason you guys call me boomer is because of this guy. Um, so back and he put boomer on the back of my shirt. The first tournament we ever played, we finished second. Um, people saw Boomer on the back of my shirt and that's how, that's how the name Boomer came along. This kid calling me Boomer back at like, I met him working at a pizza shop, his parents pizza shop back when I was 18 as a college gig. Um, he found a wiffle ball tournament in like Warwick, Rhode Island. And, uh, me, him and the aforementioned Stoop that I mentioned earlier went down there, played that. And that's how I got into wiffle ball. But as far as teammate goes, pumpy up like to, to no end, um, always positive, wasn't the uh, the greatest player in the world, but uh, you wouldn't know it. But it didn't matter to me, you know. You just you wanted to to kind of take him everywhere. And again, another guy that you just want to run through a wall for. And Habs, you played against him. You actually smoked me and him uh, when you were. Yeah, your, I was uh, gonna say I have played y'all yeah. before. I yep, played. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and I think it was like thirteen to three or something. I, mean, I don't even remember to be honest, but yeah, I definitely yeah. remember Spencer. Yeah. That was him. That was so. That was yeah. him on that team over the dirt. I think it was like 2017, 16. But yeah, that was that was him. Great kid. If you had a conversation with him, you'd want to have another too. So um, that's that's number two. Number one hasn't been mentioned. Uh, this is this was actually an easy one. Everything else, trying to cut these down. I wrote down a bunch of a million names earlier, uh, but number one was easy. Uh, Eric Stevenson, otherwise known as E. I knew it. I was waiting um, for someone to say E. And I mean, I I think he probably. I know, I know if Maddie and DNAP were on here, they would, they would say him probably as well. Um, just, I can't say enough good things about him. Saw him two weeks ago at Survivor Series, actually still, still doing, uh, still the same great dude. You guys um, gotta hit the black cow. That's, that's what I'm saying. We gotta hit the black cow. Like how, like they would, you know how many mornings there are where I would text him and be like, can we skip off a ball today and just go to the black cow? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so just, uh, I mean, Talk, I mean, I know I've said this three times about other guys, but talk about running through a wall for someone. He never had to say anything. Just, uh, by the way, I don't think he's ever made an error in the field too in like 20 years. Not that that has anything to do with being a teammate, but, um, uh, but just, just, uh, you know, if I ever had a son someday, grow up like Eric Stevenson, if you're ever listening to this and I'm not here, um, just a good, good, good dude. So that's, uh, that tops off my list. I'm again, I played with everyone in, in, under the sun except for probably halves on here. Um, 
Um, yeah, and then speaking of that, too, we forgot to get one guy you want to play with that you haven't. We'll, oh, I think we'll, that. we'll wrap back to that. After we'll wrap back to that. Okay. Um, Habs, you're up, man. That that was a good list, Boomer. But uh, so number five on my list was already mentioned, so I don't want to talk too too much about my guy Noter. Uh, he's not even really number five. He's more like number four. But I just want to get him out of the way because he was already mentioned. <laughs> um, he I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about him. I don't really like him like that. But no, Noter is the guy. He always hypes me up. He like you've been saying, Boomer. Like he's the type of guy. Like you just want to run through a wall for him because you know he would do the same for you. And like ever since I joined his team, like he really like mellowed me out and made me like him and Tui, and they they made me enjoy wiffle ball a lot more. So. He's definitely on that list. Uh, definitely n- number four to plug some of uh, New York guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this dude. Tui, you should have heard of this dude. Have you ever heard of Andrew Stone? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, I know him too, yeah. Vermont, yeah, Stone, right? Yeah, yeah Stoney, Stoney. He's a good dude. I played with him. I was in college once, and he was doing a tournament in Albany. My apartment in college was like 45 minutes from Albany. So he was like, you want to come play at this tournament? And we played this tournament. And I, I'm thinking this is like a charity tournament we're playing at because it's like way up in like Albany. I didn't know where it was. And I show up and it's like Stant, the Miguel Rass, they're all there. And I'm like, oh, damn. And me and Stoney were just like, me, Stoney, and Gannon were just up against the world. We actually had a wicked good tournament. I think we lost like the semis or whatever. But he was just like a super positive teammate the whole time. And he was just super nice and... He's just a nice dude behind the scenes, too, also. So, shout out, Stoney. That's my guy. Well, he's huge, the mastermind huge Buffalo the Bills fan. Run. Yeah, huge, huge Bills, fan. Bills fan. Huge Bills huge fan. Huge Bills fan, too. So, everything, life's good for him right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> that's cool. Number three is uh, not a fast pitch guy, but one of my favorite teammates and best friends is uh, Anthony Pucci. Pucci's my guy. He, um, I met him probably like six years ago in playing yard and not to like go off, not to like make any bold claims, but he's the best medium pitch player I've ever seen on both sides of the ball. When he's playing the best, I don't think there's anybody close to him. And being a teammate, he's just so mellow and chill and he just leads by example. He never gets like too riled up in the moment. And he's just the type of player where he's always like bringing his teammates up. So, shout out Pucci. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anyone smile so much on a wiffle ball field as Pucci. Yeah, he's just a friendly dude, and he's also like he'll talk to anybody. Like we'll have to drag him back to the field because like he'll just wander off and he'll be talking to like six different <laughs> new teams. But that's like uh, that's like my boy Spencer that I mentioned earlier. He's the same thing. You have to okay, hey, we're up on field two. Oh yeah, yeah and he's and like, Pooch, yeah, what are you doing? Him. Pooch, what are you doing? He says I'm networking. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's unbelievable. So not to steal your style, uh, but um, Boomer, I did a team as my number two, but I put my entire original high rollers team as my number two. Um, just like you know how it is. I mentioned at the end of the podcast last week, just like there's nothing like playing with your best friends. Like you're playing with the kids you grew up with, your, your best friends, you guys – knew each other before you started playing wiffle ball. So when you guys play together, it's just like playing in the backyard. And the high rollers will always be up there for me. So they're my number two. And my number one might surprise you guys. Both of you know this guy. But instantly when I came in 
to wiffle ball. I know I, when I came into wiffle ball, fast pitch was like kind of dead, so there wasn't really much fast pitch going on. That's yeah, when everyone's arms started hurting and no one was really playing fast pitch. So medium pitch was like a really big thing. But I was really young, so nobody really wanted to play with. team and like play with me and immediately we hit it off and he was like showing me how to pitch and everything and just a really good dude and that's uh tom devoe that's my guy he actually wow. ended up fast pitch we made a final four together and he filled in last second because actually we, I, we were supposed to talk about this earlier the reason the name of the podcast is called the chemical balance podcast because g bailed on me that day he was supposed to be my teammate and just didn't show up. So I called TD in the morning and he showed up for me and we made the final four. We actually beat, I, we were probably, honestly, 2013, we were probably the last team to eliminate Norris from a fast pitch nationals before US. Wow. So oh, kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. I got to say, I did not see you coming with TD there as your top, as your number one teammate. So, so. Oh my God. TD's my guy. I got videos of him like, Literally telling me pitch by pitch what pitch to throw for like an entire game straight. Habs, what happened to that Founders team? What do you mean? Just Lou? It was just Lou, uh, TD, and Spellman, who uh, Boomer mentioned. And I think Spellman Spellman stopped playing. You know how Lou is. And like TD's TD's in Florida. TD moved to Florida. Yeah, TD has a kid. Yeah, he had a kid at the time. Okay. Actually, I thought I I his kid guys... was playing for a while. Yes, yeah, he's but got I remember two kids. You guys kind of falling yeah. apart like halfway through the season, like you weren't able to get a full team all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that either, though. I like that. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. That's my, I did that's, not. That's my guy. I I did not. I don't know who I expected you to come up with, but that one, that one, you got me with that one. Yes, All right, circle back. Yes, uh, one person, one person that you want to play with that you haven't got to play with. Ah, uh, damn. Two, two we go. go. I'm first. All right, I got Sean Steffi. I mean, Good one. I vividly remember being in like seventh grade and obsessed with watching Wiffle Boy 28 videos on YouTube all the time. I wanted to throw all those pitches and like be just like him. And at that time, in like. I don't know, 2010-ish area. From what I remember, his channel was very popular on YouTube. I'm sure he had lots of people messaging him and reaching out to him. But I can't remember a single time that he ever turned down giving me advice or talking to me about wiffle ball just as some random kid messaging him. And it's something I'll never forget. I'll cherish the information and advice he always gave me forever. The only time we were ever supposed to play on a team together, the tournament got canceled. So if I had to pick someone to play on a team with him in the future, it would be Steffi. Good one. That, that's just you want me to go next halves, or do you want to go? Yeah, yeah, boom, get after it. Get after it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say two of them because halves, you're the answer. Actually, the answer to this question for me because we've never played together on a team or, an, or a have we or never anything. played together on we've any never, team? We've, Not we've even like an all star team pickup team. I don't think so. I, I don't remember doing a pickup. Uh, not to me, not to my knowledge. If we have, I don't. I mean, God knows do I used you, to drink a lot. So, uh, but we made, remember we that there was there was a draft tournament once. I was on Gary's team, but I don't know if you were on the team. You might not. No. You might have been on Maddie's team. I don't think I was. So yeah. So, you, so we for real never played together. That's crazy. We never. 
never played together. So that would that's one we got. I mean, now that we're kind of a part of the same thing here. Yeah, we got to lace them. We got to yeah. lace them. Yes, we do. One time. Yeah. And uh, and the other one that I'll mention, uh, just because you're in here, and we're not supposed to pick each other's uh, that are in here, but uh, Kevin Norris is another guy that I've never played with in my life. Um, not because he gets net, net, you know nominated. Yeah, you're, you're just player. ring chasing my guy. <laughs> no, but but dude, uh, but it has, man. I've won like sixty times. It's not about that. Me and this kid go back like ten years before he even became what he is now. And uh, I just remember us having a couple of different conversations, probably. Half on the half on the fucking rapper back in the day, and this goes back to like 2013, 14, before they won and became what they, you know, what what he is now. And I'm like, man, just uh, every time I saw him, it just, you know, you know that guy you see at a tournament and a person you see, and you just kind of have like a little connection with him for no reason, and you just like you always just pick up like he's been your, you know, brother from another mother that you see like once or twice a year or once every other year. And uh, I don't know for whatever reason that just feels like. That's just one person that I'd love to play a tournament with. What if we win, lose, or whatever? I can pitch the fucking thing and get killed. Uh, Bridge, sorry, first swear. Edit that out. Um, but, yeah, so that's th- those are my guys. Habs, go. Uh, I'd say I was thinking about this. Uh, honestly, I was thinking about Norris, but like I said, I didn't want to lean towards that. You're telling Boomer he's ring chasing, and now you're saying like you I said, saying the like same I name. Said, Look at this kid. Like I said, I didn't want to lean towards that side, even though I'm going with an almost equally as good player, just not as like established. It would probably be like I re- I really want to play with Kenny. That dude always the one dude that always rakes me. Kenny Rogers, no, well, not the one dude. There's a lot of people that rake me, but like he's consistently like year after year, like always getting a home run off me. I don't know, but Kenny, we should lace it sometime. There you go. Yeah, that um. Habs in MAW a couple years ago, that playing game that we played against Earl. Yeah, he hit the home run there, too. Kenny was the, from what I remember, he was the only one that was actually on you with the clean yeah, ball. No, what, yeah, yeah, White, yeah, White, 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 Connor, and Johnny own them. They have absolutely nothing. Actually, I can't say I own Johnny. I'm sorry. I'm taking that back. But I own Connor and Whitener. <laughs> Don't even talk about them. They're garbage <laughs> when it comes to facing me. <laughs> but yeah, Kenny, Kenny, and uh, Johnny, they got me. And then you got hurt, and I came in, and Kenny hit a bomb off me. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Comes but noted, me. it was not Whitener or Connor. You got that? You got that bridge? So, are you trying to say that uh, Whitener doesn't get respect? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's great? One person that one person we didn't mention, no one mentioned in any of their top fives, uh, is like Styles. Last week. Oh yeah. Like their top five players. Like no well, one said Styles. I, well we didn't do current really. We briefly talked about it, but we mainly did all time. I thought we did I think we did top five current players at the end. At least I listed mine. You shared yours and we talked about some of the current players because it was the argument over talent versus resume and stuff like that, but we didn't actually like go through a list. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, that, you're right. I think we named and then we named like five guys like someone that should be in the top five that wasn't mentioned. We did that too. Yeah, I think my top five was like Jordan, Ryan, Stant. D-Nap, uh, and Whitener, maybe? I don't know. I had someone else in there. 
No, you did. You said Whitener because uh, I say Whitener. I just remember you said yeah because he was pissed that he didn't get recognized enough. Hi, Whitener. Sorry, we didn't mention you. Well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember. But he's still garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Whitener. I mean, he throws fucking BBs. I can say that. Bridge, edit yeah. that out too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did pretty good until like these last five to, minutes. Towards the end, it's it starting to fall apart. It's starting to fall apart. <laughs> I did so good. I didn't. I, I don't think I really did anything to piss off Gary. He was all worried. You know, I think we kept this pretty positive too. Gary, if you're yeah. listening, GFY guy. Um, <laughs> I think we'll but, be all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what do you guys want to add? Is there anything you guys want to add to Gary's announcement that we can say but not say? That Dude, I, don't even, I don't even know what Gary's about to say. I don't think Gary knows what he's about to say. Yeah, so. I, don't, yeah I think I don't Gary's know. still figuring out right now what he's about to say. That's my hot take, not so hot take. <laughs> well, that's why we um, had to we make we had to make a filler episode because we don't know what's happening. We just want to yeah. football. Every, every everything's on schedule though. Everything's on schedule. Next week we'll be doing episode three. Still not have Gary's announcement. Everything's on schedule. <laughs> and everything's at, on schedule. At some point, an unnamed date, Pat Leahy will be on the show. Yeah, he, this would have been a perfect one for him too because we, you know, we, he would have had time. He could have talked for twenty minutes and not got interrupted. And maybe, maybe that's true. That's true. I wish would we knew Don's ball's hot take. He's got to come back on to tell us his hot take on Pat because that would have been that would have been awesome. Yeah, we gotta get Don's on here because he rips Pat like no other. It's it's funny to see them. You want to talk about teammates? Watch those two. Guys. Well, when I when I hop off next uh, next week, see if he'll jump on with. Uh, oh wait, I can't talk about next week. Yeah, no, but I mean <laughs> Gary's got so so just for you guys here, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Gary's got fifteen twenty minutes planned with him and him and at least one other guest, and then he's got Don's Wall coming on after that to say something. So I mean, half the episode is going to be this announcement, and then us just react. You should be on that one, Havs, just because we're going to need to react to that. I think we're going to be surprised <laughs> by it. So I don't know what he's saying though. I don't even know what he's no, announcing. But I think that's good. But I think that's perfect. Like I know some of it, but I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna hear a lot for the first time next week as well. And right. I think that'll be great for us three to react to it. You know, once they hop off and kind of, you know, whatever's gonna come from that. Uh, it's. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what he actually says and if it happens. But. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not Gary. Gary. You know Gary. It'll yeah, happen. Everything's on schedule. Everything's on schedule. Yep. Oh, on point. Um. But all right, anything else for uh that we need to wrap up? Any Tui, any forty nine minute hot takes? <laughs> I don't have any hot takes, but what I will say is Brigio has been doing a great job posting clips and stuff like that on social media. Yeah, so up, for you guys that are listening, you know, let us know what your top five teammates are too. Comment on Twitter or whatever. We want to hear all these different names and then you know, maybe we can mention that in the future. And also if there's anything out there that you guys want us to talk about. If you have top five lists that we haven't mentioned or things like we're always listening like uh Scott Thomas suggested the bar you know, who you want to get into a bar fight with. Um, I mean sh- shit like oh, that. I got a couple of good names for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but anything like that, if you want to come on the show and be a guest, obviously we're letting Don's ball on here. Anyone can get on here. So, how about uh, top five people I wouldn't want to get in a fight with? Yeah, that's a good one too. Scott Thomas, number one on. <laughs> <laughs> Stay at number one. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I mean, that's. I guess we'll wrap it up from here. Um. See you guys next week. Hopefully for uh, Gary's big announcement. Yeah, I'll see you, boys.
Oh, yeah. Pleasure as always, gentlemen.